actually in many angles so that was pretty nice to know because there are many very few people who would like the ipl as much so it's nice to know that there are some uh, there are people like that as well mm. moving on to a little probably grimmer topic if i had to I have to call it like we didn't have any cricket for 3 months going to the covid-19 pandemic in that phase what did you like uh, many people i have seen they have tweeted like they rekindle their they went back and had a look at some uh, youtube videos or they saw some highlights which were shown on tv etc so me for one i was doing my writing i started the pot during the lockdown and then i read a lot of books on cricketers autobiography and i've been closely following uh, what's happening in uh, the shows cricket shows as such. so like the one which ashwin is doing and what he was doing earlier uh, some of those episodes really good and i definitely see a future commentator in him so two questions actually not not one one is do you also agree with me on that front that you see uh, i see ashwin as a very thoughtful and thinking cricketer who speaks his heart out so i think that's what indian cricket commentary desperately needs now there's no voice apart from asha bogle who we can uh, watch the game uh, as in we, i would rather watch when when india plays at dome to be frank as as absolute commentary the call your quality of commentators have gone down really badly so one is that second is if you have been following the show script buzzing conversation and uh, espn's uh, video cast with sanjay sanjay madrekar i will be curious to know like is there any specific episode that comes to your mind which stands out because there have been many episodes done in each show so on a personal front before i can get your thought i really liked what uh, Ashwin Porter at table when he was interviewed by Sanjay Manjrekar and when he did a when he called Sanjay Manjrekar on on dear or uh, I think it is reminisce with Ash reminisce. the one he did earlier reminisce. yeah so that was really good because I personally don't find commentator i've not followed much of his playing career so i don't want to comment there so but i really like the questioning in both the episodes and cricket bus and conversation i think the one which happened with sangakara as i have always loved him as a cricketer as a personality the way he goes about it as a captain as a keeper and everything is so is pure gold like you can't beat that thing so that point of view that stands out from so i just want to know like which are the episodes that stood out and also on your on the possibility of probably ashwin becoming the prob- the next big uh, thing every 3 3 or 4 years down the line oh yeah for sure i think i think you have answered that Uh, most of what 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 i had to say with uh, saying i'm a big fan of 
uh, Ashwin's analysis uh, of of uh, of anything like like after the game or whatever. And like I think if there's one person that I have followed right through the lockdown, it it is it is Ashwin right from his Ramanasathar series to his interviews. Like I mean, um, I loved his interview with Darsha uh, Bokle on. Uh, uh Krig bus so that's like i mean uh, so um there were a couple of segments where he spoke about um the uh importance of a captain as such and where there were a few few decisions of virat kohli that uh, he said he he did not agree with he went ahead with it and then he he, he actually got a wicket because of that so those were those are all interesting tidbits that you would never uh, hear of outside you know uh, like as uh, as a viewer or or it's something that you would never see i mean some commentators could guess that this is what they were thinking but uh, to actually mm. like uh, express all of this is is something that you would uh, not uh, hear as easily and uh, yeah i mean for me just like how you said you loved um, ashwin's interview with sanjay mandrekar and sanjay mandrekar's interview uh, on reminisce with ash yeah. i think i have the same thing with uh, ashwin's interview with bogle and uh, bogle on reminisce with ash those were those are two oh, of my yeah, yeah. favorite that is good too yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that being said my opinion of sanjay mandrekar has actually changed uh, with the uh, espn video cast I mean, I wasn't a big fan of his commentary as such, but uh, I think I think as a host, he's done a pretty good job, uh, as in asking the, like asking the right questions and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I think I would agree with you on that front. As a yes, I like commentator. I don't know. I seriously can't can't tolerate him. So. There oh, yeah. are questions asked why why you don't like him. I don't know how to articulate that, but he doesn't know stuff. So there is an example when Shreyas Iyer made his Shreyas Iyer being from Mumbai. Sanjay Mazarikar is the first person who but he is like Shreyas Iyer from Delhi. That's a, it's a slip of a tongue. I don't know. You have to know your stuff. You are an Indian commentator for crying out loud. So oh, yeah. you need to be more There are small, small things like that every game almost. So oh, yeah. that so, puts me off. Yeah, not just the fact that that he gets facts wrong, but like I, I feel like uh, he has uh, he he speaks English well, and that's not a, a good reason to call someone a great commentator. Like I mean, there were there are a lot of random things that he brings in. Like you know, I, I still remember there was once when he said Indore is the selfie capital of India, and that. Like because he saw someone taking a selfie in 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 the indoor cricket ground, and I'm like, I mean, these are not things I want to hear as, uh, yeah. like a right? So yes. just to add to my previous answer, there's there's uh, like me me being uh, like uh, I mean, uh, I love just reading cricket trivia, watching quizzes and stuff like that. Uh, I like I like I've liked Gaurav Kapoor's Isolation Premier League. I don't know if you have followed it, but it's uh, mm-hmm. it's it's something that I've like I've enjoyed watching. In addition to the shows that we uh, you had mentioned, 
ஒரே <laughs> <laughs> these oh, these yeah. players now with all the contracts and all the stuff which they have signed with their, uh, the the uh, companies which handled them so it was very good to go back all of those some episodes could have been more crisper is what i felt but overall i managed to watch most of that series not the isolation premier league breakfast mm. with champion so it's good to good to good to get a different perspective like the one which he did with Shoaib Sho- Akhtar and Singh uh, Bedi was as frank as he can be always. So, like few episodes. Yeah, so as, as I was saying, pre-COVID, uh, I think we lost touch with the players because there is too much cricket happening. So, we are, we didn't know what ha- happened behind. There was no gap in games. So, we are, we are losing track. So, it was good to in a person on a personal note how a break from the sport i didn't expect a three month break but uh, one month i was hoping for one month off because just to understand what goes behind the scene because that's where my i wanted to get your opinion or thoughts on the things that happened behind the scene so that is a I don't remember the so the it's a book is called all all in cricket so it is about various aspects of the game and it is a, a anthology of cricket writing ever and it actually covers separate sections written on people behind the scenes so there is a section about umpires and what umpires said there is a section about scorers so we kind kind of tend to completely uh, forget them and or go the other uh, i would say other level altogether where we constantly criticize umpires for what they do and with the drs all this wanted your thoughts on the role uh, umpire plays in the modern game not not As, as we are growing up as it stands now with the three three drs do you think that is putting them down almost like almost starting like you cannot make a right decision so we give uh, the foreign team three three chances to correct the wrong and also why i wanted to bring up this aspect is there's a lot of talk about what happened in the ipl when ashwin mankar butler and a lot of human cry on social media and i for one i definitely back what uh, what happened there so josh butler was out of his crease ashwin and more simple as that you need to be in a crease you have a, yeah most of the game is bat batsman centric anyways nowadays so why can't you just stay in a crease why do you want to back up 
So I agree with Ashwin. So what's your take on that controversial topic? Plus, generally, not only umpires, I would say maybe the scorers, groundsmen, because we tend to completely overlook them. So we are right. we are just used to seeing the live action, what happens behind the scene. Nobody talks about it. So I just want to know from a cricket fans' perspective, as a specifically, what do you think about this 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 point? Yeah. So um, um, I see three uh, three different parts of the question. So the first thing, the role played by the empires. I think um, mm. it's it's something you know, uh, it like umpiring. I feel is a, uh, a thankless profession because it's like you know. when you make great decisions you you need to make a lot of great decisions for you to be called a, a good umpire but one bad decision can very easily make like you know uh put you in the wrong light so i think it's it's an incredibly difficult uh profession as such you need to be extremely aware and stuff if you remember uh, uh the one uh, like the uh, india australia sydney test in 2008 yes. Mark Benson yes. and Steve Buckner are Same still you know, people still view them as as yeah. a horrible umpire because of of of, of that one uh, test match, right? So yeah. that being said, I think the quality of umpiring in 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 general has actually become questionable. So uh, like you know, uh, with the introduction of technology. uh people like uh, like umpires uh go up a lot more uh to check for things and stuff like that which is fair but let me tell you like i'll give you an example of where i think uh, it's uh it's, it's somewhat become a problem so there was i think uh, uh, against australia in the adelaide test so uh, uh india against australia so um uh, oh yeah uh, uh, anshar sharma had bowled 16 no balls or something like that and if i'm not wrong he got a wicket of a no ball and then it was referred up and because there was a no ball the wicket was not given now here's here's my view on on this people may say okay yeah, you know he 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 overstepped and so uh he did deserve the wicket yes he didn't deserve the wicket because of that but um uh, there were so like as a fast bowler when you're running into the bowl you you have some idea of where you need to step but if you are overstepping and the umpire tells you if you're penalized at that point you know you need to adjust your run up and you need to make those changes uh, yeah. and if, if for so many no balls the umpires are not pointing you and exactly when you get a wicket they just want to yeah. check i think this point yeah it's 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 a little unfair on the bowler too mm-hmm. now um getting to your uh, third uh, so, oh yeah like also on uh, the three three reviews uh, rule that you were talking about so i have a slightly different view to what uh, 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 sachin said i think in a recent interview sachin spoke about uh, like you know the ball hitting any percentage of the stumps it needs to be given out right now uh, i feel like the reason why umpires call it there is because that is in the corridor of uncertainty so 
in that case it is okay to give the benefit of doubt to the empire because um he like we haven't had the technology for a long time now uh, like until we can rely on the technology to say yes this is absolutely right i don't believe it makes sense to um uh, like you know talk about uh, like the uh, uh like to to remove the empire's call as such mm-hmm. yeah and you also spoke about monkading yes this is one of my favorite yeah. debates online uh it's so i completely agree with you i think um uh, like the so the batsman has has to take care of so many things the bowler has to take care of so many things and yeah the fielders have to be incredibly aware the non striker has one responsibility and that is to just stick inside the crease and if he if he can't yeah. do that it makes perfect sense to actually yeah. run him out and recently i think ashwin has uh, said something about it so he 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 basically said that uh, one thing that that can be done a lot of people feel that the reason why uh, it's unfair to actually run the non striker out is because the the penalty that you get for overstepping like as a bowler and for uh, like actually being monkeded there's a huge difference now what i suggested is uh, if uh, the non striker is caught going out of the crease then it makes like so uh, we just uh, deem like the run scored of that ball null which is a very sensible uh, move if you ask me even though it's sad that the batsman is penalized when uh, like ideally the non striker should be yeah so, true no, but yeah yeah i think that's a uh, like a nice idea to make sure that it's uh, it's fair for both the bowler and the batsman yeah true because at the at, as we start now in uh, 2020 the game is tilted extremely in favor of the of the batsmen so bowlers don't have anything going for them almost and now with the saliva rule taken out of the equation at least until things get back to normal post let's say for maybe one year or so i don't think that rule is going to be changed so you have lot of things against the bowlers why can't the batsman do the job like just stay in your crease don't back up that's not the, i don't think there's a need for them to back up as such because if you look at it in general generally the fielding standards of all across the world has has improved but it's not like they're like gazelles or something on the field you can run take it to the other end safely without getting out if you don't back up that extra few steps so i think the non striker should just stay stay where he is so and i completely agree with ashwin on the on the tweet as well which you put out where he said that we want to penalize penalize the batsman so or he has so he has the set starting point could be as you as you are able put it uh, make that a null and void kind of situation so it's a dead ball kind of thing no run scored so at least you don't penalize the bowler for doing his bit and then, so there should be some striking the uh, balance i feel 
because uh, it's too biased towards the batsman so very hard being a bowler my myself growing up when till i played the game so it actually it's kind of very personally i get really infuriated sometimes when i see these rules completely against the start up against the bowlers but then you realize that the game is going in one one uh, direction it's uh, attaining popularity so you don't want to change too many things just for to make the game more balanced i guess so i made my peace in a way i would say not not entirely but anyway so moving ahead i just wanted so i was very i was actually very thrilled i would think when i got to know that you actually uh, actively follow women's cricket because that is something which completely has fallen off the uh, radar and only for it to come into real limelight so to speak in the last two or three years maybe so where classic example is the semi final of the world cup where it was packed uh, uh raga i think i've lost you again port you are even including women and and you are giving them that extra mileage but is it too but in my but what i want to ask is, is it too late or or to for them to get this sort of uh, recognition and praise and bcci for all their power and the might and as at this stage as actually where they control world world cricket almost where you see icc world t20 being postponed due to the pandemic but you are plan they are planning a ipl soon so you know the which is the board which is dominating world world cricket just with that fact so do you think bcci has done enough I mean my opinion i don't think they have they have not promoted uh, women's cricket enough yes they have given the required infrastructure which was probably not there let's say 7 8 years back but they are not promoting the game enough the women's game so what's your take on the women's game as a whole and maybe may uh, narrow it down probably just to indian indian teams perspective and uh, so this wanted to know that angle from you yeah for sure i mean uh, uh, like uh, i've i think i've followed the women's game for, for a for a while now i mean like uh, uh, like i mean i actively started following only since say, the 2017 world cup as such but before that i mean uh, i had seen smriti mandana veda krishnamurthy and like uh, before that mitari raj and julian goswami and all that coming to the fore and like i've uh, seen them once in a while as such right uh, it's only the 2017 world cup that i started actively following and i enjoyed watching that world cup completely the two two games uh, that come to my mind are uh, the 
സെമിഫൈനൽ അഗൻസ്റ്റ് ഓസ്ട്രേലിയ ആൻഡ് ഫൈനൽ അഗൻസ്റ്റ് ഇംഗ്ലണ്ട് സെമിഫൈനൽ അഗൻസ്റ്റ് ഓസ്ട്രേലിയ യു നോ ഹർമൻപ്രീത് നോക്ക് വിസ് സൂപ്പർ ബട്ട് ലൈക് സംതിങ് ദാറ്റ് ഐ തിങ്ക് വിൽ പ്രോബബ്ലി ഗോ അൺനോട്ടിസ്ഡ് ഇസ് ദ ഫാസ്റ്റ് ബോളിംഗ് സ്പെല് ബിറ്റ്വീൻ ജൂരൻ ഗോസ്വാമി ആൻഡ് ഷിഖാ പാണ്ഡെ ബിക്കോസ് there was a mm. where uh, there was a very good chance of australia uh, like actually winning the game and uh, these two bowlers went at under 4 or 5 and over where everyone else was going at 6 and 7 so mm-hmm. and okay. and the final of course you know uh, like until punam rawat was actually given lbw of uh, shrubsol i was extremely hopeful and after that like you know uh happened other go no and then yeah so uh that was the world cup that i enjoyed following and that i felt was uh something that did give women's cricket uh more recognition than it had got previously so one thing from there if you if you notice is that they they uh started the uh uh um, women's t20 challenge just before the ipl so the yes. uh, 20, yeah, yeah 2018 uh, i think there, there was only one game but uh, 2019 i think there were three or four games where they had three different yeah. three teams yeah. uh, playing against each other so uh, like i think um, yes bci has not done enough but i think there are uh, you know uh, like uh people uh, like there are small steps being taken for this i mean and 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 you do see people also so now uh, the recent t20 world cup actually featured shefali verma right and yeah. she's yeah like an incredible talent so i mean fi- like and, and she's probably what 16 15 or 16 or something like that right See, so 16 something yeah yeah finding people at uh, uh, like at uh, uh, such a young age i mean even though uh, you may say that bcci has not done enough like mm-hmm. like find cricketers like this at uh, such a young age is, is still something incredible yeah that's true so the only reason why i asked had they done enough is because when you look at australian uh, cricket board so they have started women's big bash since the last 3 or 4 years and to bcci's credit in this regard they at least sent the uh, smriti mandanas and the harman peet corps to play there to get that exposure so why i ask is can't they start a wip or a women's ipl now that ipl is the third thing in uh, when it comes to world cricket almost so it dominates almost all sort of discussions in the at that very high level my mm-hmm. sense is they could have started they had the sense in the challengers as you said the s- series prior to the 2019 18 men's ipl where they had three games it was <laughs> hitting the right it was hitting the right notes is what i felt games are going close of course there are not been much crowd in the stadium but still on a cricket front i think it was pretty good game fairly 
finally contested and i think there is a scope for bcci to make a positive stance is what i feel that statement here by saying we are going to launch this ipl and bring the best talent from the world and probably why not if you are if you have such a big fan base for the ipl create a one month window or something for the women's ipl i'm sure icc and the various other cricket boards should agree so that's where i'm coming from i'm not seeing any proactive action taken as such although i have my hopes high because ganguly is the bcc president and he is somebody i really rate a lot so i hope he does bring in the women's ipl nist nist term as the president of the bcc so sure. fingers crossed on that let's go yeah i think hope like like hopefully uh, the 2021 uh world cup goes india's way and that hopefully will yeah. change things yeah true true yeah if you look at it from that point the men's world men's world t20 win was a big factor in the ipl starting as well so exactly. they saw the potential in t20 and uh, success hopefully as you said it does happen so yeah. and one more thing which hey guys Have you heard about Anchor? It's the best place to start your podcast journey from. So, in case you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain and give give you give you guys more information about Anchor. It's free. There's a there's creation tools that allow you to record and and edit your podcast right from your phone or or computer. Anchor will di- distribute the podcast for you, so that it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more such prominent platforms. We can, we as podcasters, can also make money from our podcast with minimum uh, listenership. You don't need to build a huge listener base to make money out of a podcast. And simply put, it's everything you need to make a podcast. all in just one place or in one platform and most importantly i would urge everyone listening to cricket unplugged to download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm that is anchor a n c h o r .fm to get started on your podcast journey thank you hello all in the previous segment of a conversation with siri we discussed on a uh, on a very range of topics such as his inroad into cricket how we how he became a big uh, cricket fan life in the us working in the usa and following the sport from from a distance and also he touched upon a very sim uh, common point between us which is the lack of interest in the ipl in the last uh, last few years in the next segment we will get to lot uh, learn a lot more about cri and dwell into various other interesting and uh, intriguing topics such as uh, women's cricket and uh, cri's take on uh, various other topics that uh, i personally as well wanted to know about 
well wasn't that a exciting segment or what we got to know a lot about sriri's admiration for r ashwin the player and the analyst and host and uh, something which we share in common as well and apart from that i was uh, amused to know that his impression of sanjay mandrekar the anchor and host changed after watching espn cricket force video cast well one can say that we get to know lot more about people when you have a conversation especially when they come on cricket unplugged but there's some good news for the listeners as we have a third and final segment of our, of my conversation with uh, shiari which i i would be posting in the coming days so uh i would like to end it end this segment by saying it was pretty enriching to hear what shiari had to share and i'm sure all of you would be so sub- extremely surprised with what what lies lies in store for you guys